Coming up, the continued rise of the consultants. Hello and welcome to ID.com's Media Snack, episode 76. So, do you think you know the top 10 agencies in the world? Think again. The consultants are coming. They are now 6th, 7th, 8th and ninth in the world and disrupting what was previously the big six. All coming up on Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Right, let's dig straight into this. So, uh, the reason that we're talking about the continued rise of the, what's called the consultants, so these are the, the big audit firms, yeah. um, and how they're disrupt, disrupting the traditional kind of agency holding companies is that this time of year, AdAge, the big US trade press, published their annual report. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of analysis and commentary that, that that creates. And in fact, this time last year, on episode 25, if you've stuck with us that long, um, we talked about the same report last year, That's right. uh, and so the purpose of this really is to kind of update findings. But w- where did we get to so, as of May 2016? I mean, it was really surprising. So when the report came out this time last year, the cosy little ranking of the big six holding groups. Yeah, so that's the WPP, Publicis, Omnicom, IPG, Densu, and Havas in some order. In terms of global revenues, yeah. had been disrupted by the traditional kind of consulting companies. Yeah. So Accenture were in play, yeah. Deloitte were in play, IBM were in play, uh, PwC were in play. Yeah. And they kind of actually split the top five yeah. and Havas actually, they kind of nudged Havas so out. So Accenture became the fifth age, the fifth largest group That's right. by revenue. By revenue, which is astonishing, right? Yeah. Given that they'd only really got into uh, marketing communications in 2014. So yeah. it was a staggering rise. Um, and as far as the rankings of the biggest global digital agencies, they had the top four positions. Yeah. You know, there wasn't one of the big holding groups in play in the top four of the, yeah. the, the digital rankings. Yeah. And that's become even more uh, emphasized this year with the report. Yeah. So the new data that's come out, we were kind of waiting for this, for the new AdAge report to come out and immediately triggers a lot of, we connected with a lot of the analyst community and there's some brilliant reporting that's mm-hmm. come out of that. Um, one of the things I should just mention as well, one of, one of those analysts, Brian Weezer, who's uh, from Pivotal, uh, I hope he doesn't mind me kind of mentioning, but just a fascinating indication of how rapid this change has happened. We talked about change and disruption mm-hmm. a lot. Is that five years ago, uh, only IBM, it really existed on a list of, um, uh, of, of agency in terms of driving revenue from marketing mm-hmm. services, okay? And the revenue at that point, this is five years ago, was a quarter of a billion dollars, $250 million, okay? Mm-hmm. Last year, these firms, now collectively are moving into those rankings, accounted for $3.5 billion worth of revenue, okay? Just within four years' growth. And then last year, uh, and then this year, sorry, that's now $5.6 billion of revenue. And just to put that in some context, that represents about 12% of the total industry revenue. Uh, that these companies have grown. So it's gone from 0.6% to 12% in five years. Mm-hmm. That is astounding and staggering and terrifying growth. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's an update based on, on the most recent numbers. Uh, the big headline that we've seen from the data from this report is that now the top six isn't the top six anymore. Yeah, it's it's now the top 10 because uh, between what we'd regarded as the big five holding companies and Havas, there's not one company anymore. 
right. there are all four of the big accounting firms now yeah. have split and they are closing the gap. Um, so you've got Accenture, PwC, IBM, IBM and Deloitte. Coming in at sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth, and ninth in this top ten and, and nudging out. And as you, as you said, their growth year on year has been massive, yeah. double digit, minimum of 40%. But you know, at the top end, 60% growth in terms of revenues year on year, yeah. whereas the traditional holding companies are still looking at relatively low single-digit growth yeah. year on year. And th these are interesting. I mean, and the context, I mean, like we've got, we did it last year. We've got to put this in the context of the fact that these are not even media revenues, right? So th these are not companies which are buying media yet. Uh, these are pure kind of technology, creativity, and consulting businesses, almost entirely strategic yeah, or, right. or technology, I think, the, the sell there. Mm -hmm. um, so the question, I guess, from a marketer perspective, is that like, when are, the, are these guys gonna do, and girls, when are they gonna do media? Well, I'd imagine they're preparing themselves to, to quite quickly get into the market of, of media transactions. Yeah. What they've been able to do very successfully is commercialize strategic thinking and creativity and yeah. transformation, yeah. which is something that arguably has been a criticism of the traditional holding. They haven't right? taken they that haven't opportunity. Taken that opportunity. Yeah. So the, the, the consulting community have done really well there. Yeah. Uh, and I would imagine that they are looking on the, the, the kind of the media community and all of the challenges that the holding companies have faced when it comes to transparency and, and in transaction. Yeah. And when they do go to market, they will go to market with something that is smarter, better, and significantly more uh, uh, you know, acceptable to the yeah. requirements of clients these days. Yeah. And, and this has happened, so I mean, it's easy to kind of just see this, this is some form of ascendancy and, and maybe, you know, so there are some people saying that, you know, holding companies, particularly around media, may be in decline, but that's a long-term long thing. At the same time as this report comes out, perhaps unfortunately for the, for the agencies, they're also making all of their quarter one earnings reports. Right, yeah. um, and so, the, and those are all in now, so that for those, for those the big holding companies, um, and they post kind of a pretty mixed bag yeah. of numbers. So on average, it's 1.7% organic growth yeah. year on year. Which uh, is a significant deceleration, isn't it? Because yeah. over the last three or four years, it's kind of seemed to have dropped from about 4%, 3%, 2%, and now it's sub 2% growth. And, and it just feels flat, you know, at a time when, uh, in terms of organic growth, you know, a couple of big account wins have kind of pushed Omnicom up and have squeezed, I think, WPP, not least AT&T and, and uh, VW. Yeah. Um, but it feels as though they're just chasing after the same, you know, the kind same. fighting each other. That's right. Same yeah, a sense of cannibalism seems to be sort of going on there. And then you have Sir Martin Sorrell, uh, you know, criticizing perhaps some of his competitors in terms of some of their reckless behaviors in, t in, in yeah. securing that kind of business. And it just feels a little bit inward viewing. Yeah, well, let's just pick up on that for a sec, because that was interesting. The, the comments, I think that uh, Martin Sorrell, so Martin Sorrell had said that was on his on their earnings yeah. call. Had and his words were the uh, our industry has lost lost the plot, and I think we assume he was plot, was yeah. losing the plot. Um, he was suggesting that the WPP's competitors, so amongst the publicists and Omnicom, etc., mm -hmm. etc., had been uh, you know making kind of commitments, commercial commitments to advertisers which maybe were unrealistic yeah. and, and it's this end, this race to the bottom that we keep mm. talking about and it's interesting to hear an agency leader in, in such, you know, 
no uncertain terms, really now shining criticism on their competitors, their competitor agencies, for this race to the bottom. I think it's the first time that we've really acknowledged, yeah. that's been acknowledged publicly. That's right. And how damaging that might be. Yeah, and, I, and perhaps it's a, it's a reaction to the fact that Omnicom had done quite well in the first quarter in comparison to you know, less than single digit growth for, for WPP yeah. and on the back of perhaps those two wins, which we know were quite aggressive in their commercial requirements. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, he's raised a, a, a significant issue in that, you know, the industry cannot keep going like this. When you have the consulting firms on the, the vultures periphery, the vultures so looking, you know, yeah. big, big birds, you know, circling. Um, you know, if the industry is to, is to succeed and continue to grow and change as we want it to, then things have got to change on that. Yeah. So when we think about those, the big four, so the Accentures, the PwCs, the IBMs and the Deloitte's, they're all different kind of businesses, yeah. but if they were to move in, I mean they're highly competitive without media buying, yeah. and, and we can see there's like starting to maybe make moves that could lead them to start buying media potentially. Mm, makes sense, yeah. uh, it would be a natural evolution mm -hmm. and something which probably some of those businesses could bring an incredible skill and technology yeah. to, to help marketers. Mm -hmm. So if they start going into that space, let's think about something like, like an Accenture. Yeah. So Accenture Interactive, Accenture also have an, a media auditing business that's and right. there's been some suggestion that that's a conflict. Does, is that important? Does that prevent them from yes. getting into the media? Yes, in my opinion it does. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, some of their consulting relationships uh, wouldn't would sit comfortably with you know the marketing services. They uh, can provision. manage a conflict. Yeah, they, yeah. Can, they they do that well. Yeah. But when it comes to uh, auditing media pricing and uh, and and buying media, then I think it is a massive conflict of interest. And frankly speaking, I think it will be a really simple decision for. Accenture to make. They will look at the opportunity in the market, they will look to see whether their auditing business is declining or growing, yeah. given what we do know about the dynamic of that market changing rapidly. Yeah. And they will see the opportunity in you know, uh, transactional media. Yeah. And they will make a call on where their greatest opportunities lie. Yeah. And I wouldn't bet against them going into buying. So one of the really interesting things I think coming out of this is that there's more competition yeah. now. So if you're a CMO and you're, ex you're, you're observing these kind of companies getting maybe in more into the media space, what is the implication for that? What well, do you that's, think? That's a good thing. So, you know, I've talked before about, from the perspective of a client, having more options, more smarter, better options yeah. with which to make better decisions for your business is a good thing. Yeah. And I think having more entrance into the marketplace uh, can only be a good thing. Now, as a client, you have to be really clear what you want your service providers to do, yeah. what scope of work you're going to provide them to deliver against, but also, importantly, how you're going to stress test them. Yeah. So it, it forces clients, I think, going through the tendering process to be far more uh, disciplined and strategic in challenging the agencies or their marketing services providers yeah. within the process to enable them to make the right choices. Yeah. And it, it will force, I think, also the traditional holding companies or the networks to raise their game yeah. because they're going to be competing with, uh, you know, increasingly with, with businesses that are just brilliant at doing yeah. that. Yeah. So that, that, that means that there's, there's kind of two impacts here. Not only are these competitive businesses and stealing business away from the agencies 
the traditional agency groups, but they're changing the rules of the game. Yeah. I mean, we're starting to see that already on pitches, just the brief, as we've talked about lots of times, you know, the brief from the advertiser is changing, therefore the pitch is changing, the way you're working with different agencies and consulting businesses now is changing. Um, so, the, so that's tricky for an agency CEO. You're losing, potentially losing revenue, yeah. but also the, the rules of the game and the, yeah. the, the accountability, what the standards to which you're being held mm -hmm. are, are changing. But the ones that succeed will step into that, will we'll see that as an opportunity for change. It, yeah. it can't, things can't stay the way that they are. There are just too many forces that are gonna alter that. So the ones that will succeed will be the ones that will react positively to those requirements coming through, the, through from the clients. Yeah. Okay, that's all for this week. Thanks very much for watching. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.